Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. March 9, 2019, the PodFest Expo Edition. First, a shout-out to John Dennis and Chris Krimatos, who are the leaders at PodFest 2019, which I've been attending this week. It's been a great conference. If you're interested in podcasting at all, you need to take a look at attending their conference. Today, first up, uh, we have a story from the Financial Times that the world is awash in $100 bills. In fact, there are more $100 bills than there are $1 bills. So what does this mean for your compliance program going forward? It's certainly easier to stuff a lot of money with $100 bills than $1 bills, but it also brings up the point, or reminds us rather, that you need to have a very good handle on your petty cash in jurisdictions where there's not a robust banking system. Second, once again from the Financial Times, Justin Trudeau. Uh, He's got an election coming up, but he is unfortunately mired in a very deep and dark uh, corruption scandal where he is alleged to have uh, directed or at least influenced the Attorney General of Canada to drop charges against SCN Lavalin for their corruption allegations. He allegedly wants to save jobs in Canada. The problem is he is allowing a company, if he does so, and if the Canadian government does not pursue any type of sanction against SCN Lavalin, it will be implicitly uh, not only agreeing with, but also supporting the corrupt business practices of the company. And what that will mean for the Canadian government, for the Canadian economy, and the image of Canada and the world going forward uh, will certainly not be, uh, well, let's just say it would be a black eye. Next up, and once again from the Financial Times, the conflict of interest at AB InBev and uh, JBS. So the head of AB InBev had to, or rather left, I don't know if he had to, forced out or not, the chairman, uh, Oliver Godet, uh, to go down and, or go rather over and spend his time running uh, JBS, or JAB rather. Uh, this became a conflict of interest when JAB bought Dr. Pepper. And it brings up a very interesting point of what is the business of ABMBF. I thought it was uh, alcoholic pr- uh, products such as beer, but apparently it is something more than that because they believe there's a conflict of interest with cola products. So what happens when you have a conflict of interest at the very top, and how significant can that be? And our final story is not the NCAA bringing in the clowns, but Carlos Goshen's defense team who had him leave the uh, jail when he was released on bail dressed as a construction worker. It created just a comedic furor in Japan uh, to see him dressed as a construction worker, even with a mask over his face, literally uh, elicited howls from not only the population of Japan, but also commentators and crisis management companies. So when you leave the jail, have your head up. This is Tom Fox. If you have any ideas for the daily compliance news, please feel free to email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. I'd love to hear from you. As you may know, we've had several new offerings on the Compliance Podcast Network. One of those includes Popcorn and Compliance, where Jay Rosen and I take a look at compliance through the lens of movies, both current, contemporary movies, and classic movies. 
also premiering in December. And finally, Mary Shirley and Lisa Fine have premiered their new podcast, Great Women on Compliance. I hope you will check that out. It's a great podcast series. We have several other offerings that are in production that will go live hopefully in Q1 of 2019. I hope you will check back to see the offerings on this Compliance Podcast Network.